I said that for Gianni's ratification here, man. I know you're smiling. Galatians, Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 7. Look what it says. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 7. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? Ye did run well. Said you were running well, but there was a hindrance that you stopped obeying the truth. You know, it's a wonderful thing when people get saved. Amen. It's an exciting thing when a person is saved and, and a, they, they, they are saved, uh, they are justified, they are partaker of the divine nature. And, and I hope you recall the day that you were saved. Amen. I hope you understand that you're accepted in the beloved. You are, you are special to God. Amen. Now, you, 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 you need to understand this. You'll be looking at other people, and you'll be looking at people lifting up, and people getting things, and people getting education, and all these accolades. Let me tell you something. They're no more special to, to God than you are. You are special to God. You are somebody. Amen? Amen. Can you say amen? Amen. 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 I want you to think about this. It's a wonderful thing to be saved. It's a wonderful thing to be in God's family, call God our Father. But it's just as sad when people backslide. Right. It's just as sad as when people become lukewarm, when they turn, when, when they turn back, uh, when they lose their first love. It, it, it's a tragedy to be out and out for Christ as a soul winner, an earnest worker, and, 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 and then all of a sudden turn away from the Lord. By the way, it doesn't, it doesn't happen uh, just real quick, but that's what we look at. And I've met so many people that, that, that I used to do this and I used to that, used to do this and used to do that. And, and let me just tell you something. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to let something hinder me. I want to be running the good race now. I want to be running the race for God. I want to finish well. I don't know when I'll finish when my time is up, but I want to be running when he when he calls me. Amen. Now the key verse, Paul is using the he he said you, you, you did run well, and he's he's the metaphor is it's a race, and Paul uses that in in First Corinthians nine twenty four and Hebrews, uh, and you look at Hebrews chapter twelve, uh, and, and and so so forth, and it, when we look at that, the literal. The literal translation, if you look at it, who jo- who jostled you, who 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 jost- who jostled you, who who got you off course? What happened? What happened? He says the Galatians here in this letter, AD fifty six. He says, what happened? Paul was the one that planted that church. He knew those people; they were close to his heart. And folks, uh, Arnold, you've been here for some time, and you've seen people come and go. What happened? What happened? Everybody's got an excuse. Well, let me ask you a couple of questions. What what hindered you? Was it the inconsistency of other Christians? Was it the inconsistency of other Christians? You know, we need examples. We need consistent Christians. But let me just say this. 
1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 21 says, For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. Amen. If you base, if you look at other Christians, and, and we need Christian examples, amen? Amen. Ladies, you young ladies need Christian ladies to look up to and follow as examples, right? Right. But, but, but have you ever known a Christian lady that, that you knew that, 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 that got off track and stopped? Fellas, we need, we need Christian men. Uh, we, need, we, need, we need Christian men to, 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 to follow. Listen, the, the man that preached at the camp, the camp, the teen camp, the night my sister got saved was a popular preacher, was a very popular preacher. And the next thing you know, he's in sin, and he left his wife. As a matter of fact, when I was in college, I traveled to that church, and I met his wife. And I got to spend some time with her and pray with her. But, 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 but does that mean she stops? Does that mean my sisters? No, my sisters went on for the Lord and has served the Lord and continues to serve the Lord, and she writes... She's written over 26 Christmas dramas, and, and this past weekend, 11 were saved down there at her Christmas drama that they had for the de- at, her, at their deaf church. Exciting. Hey, listen, let me tell you, you can't blame getting off track, stopping going to church, stopping serving the Lord because some other Christian messed up. Amen. Your right. example is Jesus Christ. Right, exactly. I want you to notice number two, what did hinder, hinder you? Was it persecution, misunderstanding, or opposition? We're going to have some. We're going to have some difficult times. We're going to have persecution. If you serve God, the Bible says we're going to be John sixteen and verse thirty two. Behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now is now come that ye shall be scattered every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. <laughs> People have accepted Christ, and they've been going along living living the Christian life, and all of a sudden persecution comes, all of, all of a sudden misunderstanding comes, all of a sudden difficulty comes, and what happens? They quit. They quit. Let me tell you something. God told us we're going to have storms. God told us we're going to have valleys. If you read the Old Testament through the New Testament, there are valleys, there are struggles, there's persecution. Listen, folks, we just don't, you, you, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't quit when it gets tough. Amen. You can't stop. Read the book of Job. Read read about read about Paul and the thorn in the flesh. You get you cannot quit. Joseph didn't quit. He was turned on by his own family and he kept on going. So what hindered you? Was it persecution, misunderstanding, or opposition? Let me ask you this. What hindered you? Was it a severe trial or sorrow? The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 6, Whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Listen, you're not going to go throughout, this, throughout this, this Christian life without getting spanked. Right. You're not. You're not, gonna, you're, you're not, you're, you're not perfect. And we're going we're to take, our, we're gonna take our, uh, our, our stance and we're going to get our course set with our own agenda, and we're going to be going down and skippity doo dah, and one day God's going to jerk a knot on our head. How many of you ever seen a rodeo? Ever seen a rodeo? You ever see that when they when they when they when they, that, that that little calf takes off out of that chute, 
and that cowboy's got that lasso, and he throws that out, and it goes around the calf's neck, and the calf is still gone, and all of a sudden that thing tightens up. Huh? What happens? I mean, he's, he, he, his, he, he's down. And that's how it is with a chastening of God. If you're not paying attention, if, you're, if your life is not in tune with God, if you're not in your word, if you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to fill you, if you're not doing right, you're, it's going to tighten up on you one day. Right. Yeah. If you're saved. If you're saved. Let, let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. What did hinder you? Was it, was it, was it the pull of the world? Listen to me. Listen to me. Y'all put that phone away back there. Pay attention. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, love the Father is not in him. You know, it's possible. It's not possible to love God and love the world at the same time. Right, that's right. Now it says, love not the world. It's not talking about the people. Bible teaches us to love people. Mm-hmm. It's not talking about uh, the, 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 the creation that God's given us because God's given us a beautiful creation. Mm-hmm. God created that. What is he talking about? It's talking about the world system. Right. The world system. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. <laughs> okay? I'm going to meddle a little bit. Let me tell you something. The world will tell you how to dress. Right. The world will tell you how to catch the attention of people. Mm-hmm. The world will tell you how to talk. The world will tell you how to buy. The t- world will tell you what's right and what's... Listen. The world system... You know who's pulling levers in the world system? The devil. Satan is. Satan wants us to hate each other. Satan wants us to mistreat each other. Satan wants us to be bitter. And Satan wants us as Christians to just look like the world and act like the world. Let me just tell you something, folks. We're supposed to look different, act different, walk different, and talk different. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. The world will pull you away. You young lady sitting in here, one day there's going to possibly be a young man that's very interested in you. Maybe he wants to spend the rest of his life with you. If he doesn't know Jesus Christ as his Savior, he's, he's, off, the, he's off the list. Amen. Well, preacher, you know I love him. And he loves me. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you something right now. You're getting ready to live hell on earth right? with a lost companion. Y'all? That's right. And I listen, you say, preacher, what are you talking about? I've had people tell me, yeah, preacher, I, I want to marry him. I, I marry him, he'll get saved. No, he doesn't. Well, I'll bring him to church. She ends up going to his church. His church has nothing to do with the word of God. Right. Now, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm telling you the truth. You might want to write this down. This will save you a lot of heartache, young ladies. I want to tell you something else. What did hinder you? Was it neglect of fellowship with the Lord? Right, that's right. I want you to think about this. John 15 and verse 4. If abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, 
No more, no more can ye except ye abide in me. That word abide means to remain or to stay put. Have you fellowship with the Lord today? Every time you start to text with somebody, when you stop texting, you ought to stop, put the phone down, and, and talk with the Lord. Amen. That's good. Every time you talk to somebody on the phone, put the phone down, you ought to stop and talk to the Lord. Amen. Fellowship with the Lord. He wants to fellowship with us. He wants to fellowship with us. He wants to have dialogue with you. He wants to let you know that you are important. What you're doing and your life and, and your struggles, he understands. And he wants to be in on that. But you got to fellowship with him. you got to fellowship with him. How many, how many of you have friends you haven't talked to or seen for a long time? Anybody? Huh? Now, what's the reason? What's the reason? Sometimes the reason is because you're mad at them. Right, Amir? Amen? Yeah, mad at you. you get mad at them sometimes. Sometimes they're mad at you. Sometimes there's just distance. They move away. Have you, have you, ever, have you ever had someone who is a friend and you haven't seen them for some time and then you see them? And, and you get to catch up? Huh? Some of us need to catch up with Jesus. Amen. That's good. We need to catch up with Jesus. You need to take some time and talk to Jesus. Say, what did I say? Well, you can start talking. To, start to talk. Thank you for coming to the earth and being born as a baby. And, and thank you for saving me. Thank you for dying on the cross. Lord, thank you for praying for me today. He's making intercession for you. Amen. Amen. Fellowshipping with the Lord. Let me ask you this. What did hinder you? Was it some willful disobedience? I believe this is one of the big ones because a lot of people get, get cantankerous, get sideways with God, get away with, with God, and they blame God. You ever blame God for something? Dangerous. Jeremiah 26 and verse 13 says this, Therefore now amend your ways. That means change your ways. And your doings, and obey the voice of the Lord your God, and the Lord will repent him of the evil that he hath pronounced against you. You know what that's saying? It's saying he'll change his mind. He'll change his mind. Let me let me say you can't be you can't get you can't get sideways with God, and and be be willful diso, willfully disobedient, and not pay a price. You're going to pay a price. You are going to pay a price. And, and, and the sooner you realize that, the sooner you turn that thing around and get back in obeying God and obeying what he wants. Listen, you can come to church and get in these four walls and you can be all sweet and talk nice and everything and then you can get out there in the world and just, just go your own way. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Was that the reason you're away from God? God wants you back in the fold. God wants you to confess that sin. God wants you to get that right. There's problems, the wrong friendships, unequally yoked, secret sin, impurity, unforgiving spirit, unfulfilled vows, 
What is it? What's out there? There's so many things. Willful disobedience. Let me, let me ask you this, and I'll close with this. What hindered you? What hindered you? Was it something else? Certainly in these, these six, six points I brought out are just suggestions. Pretty close. Things that we've experienced, things that we see. But was it something else? In other words, what I'm saying is, whatever it is that's keeping you from running the race, the thing that hindered you, we need to turn that around now. Amen. We need to deal with that now before it gets any worse. My sister has cancer. And she has to go probably almost a year. She has a port that they put in her. And they will put that medicine in there for six hours every treatment. And it will kill and make her sick. It will kill, uh, hopefully it will kill the, the cancer. But she'll be sick. She'll lose her hair. She'll be throwing up. She'll feel like she wants to die. But you know what? She's not doing it because she wants to die. She's doing it because she wants to live. When cancer gets in you, you want to get that out. Let me tell you something. Getting away from God is a cancer. It will eat you up. It will eat you up. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 25, listen to this, listen to this closely. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who, not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn, or, turn away from him that speaketh from heaven? You say, what are you saying? God is reaching out and speaking to you through this message. Right. And whatever's keeping you from being the Christian you need to be and continuing in a race, God says, what was it? We need to turn that back around. We need to turn that back around. Let's have every head bowed and every eye closed. Do you know Christ as Savior tonight? If you don't, tonight is the night to be saved, to trust him as personal Savior. But let me say this. You're running a race. What hindered you? What hindered you? What did hinder you? What hindered you from running the race? Hey, let's get back in the race. Let's get back busy with God. Let's get back busy for God. And let me say this. I want to help you with this statement. Everyone here, everyone in this church, is just a decision away from being out of God's will. Just a tantrum away. Just a disobedience away. We need to stay in the race. We need to stay busy for God. Father, bless the invitation to work in our hearts in Jesus' name.
Let's stand with heads bowed and eyes closed. God spoke to your heart. You get alone with him. Is there something in your life that's hindering you? Something keeping you from this book each day? Something keeping you from church? What is it? What is it? What's 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 keeping you from from what's keeping you from 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 serving God the way He wants you to? Amen. Well, I I, uh, I forgot to mention uh, Brother Kaiser. Brother Kaiser's mom is not doing good, and she is she is in a in in a nursing home, and he's he's got power of attorney. He's got a bunch of things he's trying to do. He's home now, and just so pray for him as he deals with his mother. It's a difficult time, and so. All right, if you have any offering, get it to Brother Arnold before you go. Let's close in prayer. Lord, thank you for the night you've given us. We pray that you bless what we've heard. We pray that you challenge us to stay in the race and run the race well through your strength, through your spirit, according to your word. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. I was telling Marissa this. I said, you know what? If people quit church because of uh, a Christian was mean to them, that's stupid. They don't know Jesus. And you said it right there. Man. Because some people leave church altogether because 